This is Radio Influence. Uh, flavor, flavor, please tell your neighbors, Ian Beckles with flavor in your ear. <laughs> Wake up, sports, music, and fashion, best of podcasting, what's going on now and what's soon to happen. Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping, dropping jewels, you don't want to miss them. Make sure you listen, Ian Beckles with the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people, seriously. Flavor, flavor. Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles and welcome back to Flavor In Your Ear. Uh, it's been a very eventful week, as they all are. Uh, we're getting ready for a a huge Monday night football game for the Buccaneers. And uh, I'm starting off with that because it's been a long time since the Buccaneers have even had a big football game here in the, in the, in the, in the area. So I'm going to the game. I'll be up in the, uh, the Bartolo Suite, sipping on that good, good. Um, but... I'm there to enjoy a wonderful game and really absorb what the Buccaneers are hopefully trying to create here. Um, you know, I've been a Buccaneer fan. Well, I've been here since 1990. I was somewhat of a Buccaneer fan growing up because I think I liked their orange jerseys. But, you know, there hasn't been that many years on the up for the Buccaneers. If you go back to 1976 when this whole thing was created, uh, there's there's just, there's only a half dozen great years for this football team. And there's not much more than that. There really isn't. And I'm hoping that Monday night is kind of like a changing of the guards with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where the Buccaneers go 3-0, and the Steelers go 0-3, uh, Mike Tomlin's in trouble over there, all of a sudden Dirk Cutter and, you know, uh, everybody over here, Jason Light, they look like, they look brilliant for keeping in Ryan Fitzpatrick and a lot of different things. But, it it could be it could be a lot of fun, and you know as uh, uh, hopefully community leaders that we all are, we should all be cheering for our Buccaneers to win, because the bucket the Buccaneers single handedly bring in a lot of revenue to our community, and I mean a lot. Just Monday night, think of all the hotels, think of all the eyes are going to be on the Bay Area, uh, restaurants, the whole nine yards. So. Um, I'm going to be there Monday night, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. But it's it's time for the Buccaneers to hopefully uh, take it to that next level. It, re- it really is. Everybody's been waiting a long time. Everybody thought it was going to be last year under Jameis, and nobody thought it was going to be this year under Ryan Fitzpatrick, but it sure, sure looks like that's what's going on. So uh, I'm just hoping for the best, and we're knocking on wood that the, um, the Buccaneers are, 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 are changing things now. And with Ryan Fitzpatrick, which is crazy. Le'Veon Bell over there with the Steelers is still not reported. And Antonio Brown, I guess, took Monday off because he was pissed off about something. I don't really give a rat's ass. I just hope they're all discombobulated over there in Pittsburgh land. And they come here and they lay an egg. And I hope we put it on uh, Ben Roethlisberger and those guys. Now, I just every once in a while, I'll find myself glimpsing over at the Rays. Uh, and that's, I'm just glimpsing. That's all I'm doing. Because... The ironic part is, our Rays are pretty damn good. It's weird. Like, I was watching news, and it was a week ago, and they said the Rays have won 17 of 20. I was like, gosh darn. I mean, that's one of the hottest teams in baseball. And not a single person is talking about the Rays. I might be the only one. I'm not even sure. I'm not even listening to sports radio much or at all. Um, I don't know how much they're talking because 
it's like a tree falling in the woods. It really is. I don't know if anybody gives a rat's ass. I really don't. Our Rays, I came this close to putting money on the Rays and they're under over for the year. There's 162 games in baseball. If you're 500, you're 81 and 81, okay? I want to say the Rays over under for the year was somewhere in the 75 range. They have 85 victories already. They're 85 and 67. There are cities out there that would beg to have that baseball team. And we keep on talking about having a new stadium and what we're going to do with our new stadium, blah, blah, blah. We, nobody's building a stadium in Tampa. Not with their money, no way. And you know what? You know how far you'd have to go for you know any indication whether you should put your money in there or not? Just go to the stadium when the Rays play over here, right, in St. Pete. Ain't nobody giving a – they don't care. They really don't. You think they're going to care that much more if you move the stadium 20 miles? You really think that? No way. So I'm watching you, Rays. I got love for you, Rays, but unfortunately I just can't spend a whole lot of time talking to you because it's bad for my ratings. Um, the, the Lightning are about to get things going. They had their first preseason game. We'll get into that later on in the season. It's preseason. We don't want to talk about that, but for God's sakes, it's Lightning season, and that gets people all giddy inside and warm because that means you get to get out and go watch games. Buccaneer season is different. Buccaneer season means, okay, Sunday's on lock, Monday night on lock. Lightning season is kind of, it's different. Like you can, you can watch every game, although you don't have to, but you got to go to a few games. With the Buccaneers and even the Rays, you can go through the whole season without going to a game and don't feel like you missed a whole lot. Um, but with the with the the lightning, boy, you got to go to lightning games, man. I mean, that's that's where it's at. If you want to be seen with all the elite, all the muckety mucks. Uh, the lightning game is definitely where it's at. Now there was a big announcement that just came out. Since we're just kind of dabbling on a little bit of sports that's going on here, a big announcement that came up, and um, Maroon Five is going to be playing for the Super Bowl in Atlanta. Now at first, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Okay, it makes sense. Maroon Five and Adam Levine, and he's got you know he's got a great backing. And um, then I then I listened to a couple rappers talk about it, and it didn't take me too long before I was like, you know what? That's true. You know, have you ever been to Atlanta? And I've been there a few times, and I remember being on the bus and looking out the window, and there everybody outside the window was black. Everybody, there was no white people outside. When I mean none. I mean, none. And I remember nudging my boy and go, look. He goes, what? I go, there's no white people outside. Atlanta is the blackest city I've ever been into. I mean, maybe maybe Jamaica is blacker. But I'm talking about in the United States of America, Atlanta is as black as the city can be. And Maroon 5 is about as white as music can be. It doesn't really mesh. It doesn't really... Now... This is not a knock on Maroon 5, because you know what? I like Maroon 5. I like Adam Levine. I like his music. He seems cool. Chicks dig him. I'm all about that. But the people in the stands are not going to really understand Maroon 5. But then you really think about it, and the people in the stands are not going to be the people of Atlanta. The people in the stands are corporate. That's on the people watching TV. And the majority of them are going to be Caucasian. But I think it could have been nice for the NFL to maybe throw Atlanta a bone and 
Uh, I'm pretty sure Outcast was available. I'm pretty sure pretty sure Outcast would have turned it out or Future uh, Usher maybe. All those guys are from Atlanta. Migos. Blech. I mean, I don't like that music, but it probably would have would have made a lot more sense. So I got to keep my eye on that whole Super Bowl thing and uh, how that thing unfolds. I mean, they're not going to do anything. It's going to be Maroon Five. Would be nice to sprinkle in somebody else just to throw the. Uh, the brothers and sisters a little bone. Let me get you guys hip to a brand name that I've just got exposed to, and that's Mack Weldon. And it's basically better than whatever you're wearing right now. I'm not a guy that dresses up a lot. You know, I'm wearing shorts and t-shirts just about every day. So I like it to be comfortable. And what you're also wearing is underwears and socks and all those other things that are very necessary. And if you want to be comfortable like I am and look good and feel good, you definitely want to go the Mack Weldon route. They believe in smart design, uh, premium fabrics, and simple shopping as well. When you go online and you go through their website, it's really easy to maneuver. You go up and down, you can see uh, their underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts. They have hoodies, sweatpants, and a bunch of other stuff too. I even went to the accessories and they have some real, real fly accessories. So you want to do yourself a favor and go check them out online at MacWeldon.com. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter the promo code Beckles. That's B-E-C-K-L-E-S at checkout. You want to take advantage of that. That is 20% off some wonderful clothing. So for 20% off your first order, MacWeldon.com, enter promo code Beckles, B-E-C-K-L-E-S. It looks great. It's durable enough to work out. And uh, I'm wearing it right now, to be honest with you. So just do yourself a favor. You want some beautiful, custom, comfortable type stuff that you're going to be wearing underneath every day? You got to check it out, MacWeldon.com. Now, watch the press conference yesterday with Conor McGregor. He's fighting this guy, Nabib. Bear with me. Nabib Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. It's close. Uh, there's a lot of letters in it. Um... I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a huge MMA guy. I like UFC. I mean, I like it a lot, okay? I like the competition. I like it a lot. I don't know nobody's name. I mean, I know Conor McGregor. I know Diaz. I know a few of the main guys. Never heard of this Nurmagomedov guy, okay? So I'm like, this This guy's going to get his ass kicked by Conor McGregor. Hold up a minute. So then I started watching and watching all the different re- – first of all, the press conference – Conor McGregor is like you built him with an Etch-A-Sketch out of clay. And you talk about somebody who is marketable, he's he's Floyd Mayweather. That's who he is. That's why Floyd Mayweather and McGregor will never happen again because you have a white loudmouth and a black loudmouth that half the people hate and half the people love and half the people want to see get killed and the other half want to see greatness. That's the best matchup ever. Now, McGregor whose mouth doesn't stop ever. Once again, not a bad thing. Promotional-wise, that's a wonderful thing. I'm like, this guy has no chance. And I started listening to the other side of the camp. This guy, Khabib. His coach said, not only has he not lost a round in MMA, he's not lost a round in sparring. He's never lost a round in sparring. I'm going with this Khabib guy. I'm not a huge McGregor fan for what he's about. I'm not. Uh, although, like Mayweather, I'm not a fan of what Mayweather's about either. But I'm going to watch greatness. And I'm the same way with McGregor. I'd like to see McGregor get his ass whooped. I think that'd make me feel good. And you know what? 
That's the reason why people watch Floyd Mayweather. You want to, you're dying to see him get his ass whooped. And one thing I'm going to say about McGregor is he has so much confidence as an athlete that he'll talk so much shit that he believes he can win that. He really believed he could win the Mayweather fight, and he believes he could win this fight, and he might. He might. But um, that's I'm going to watch it because I, I, mean, I don't sit down and it's so damn late, though. It's late. But I'm going to try my darnest to stay up there and, uh, and watch that. And uh, the great Tiger Woods is in first place. That means I have some viewing this weekend. I'm not a huge golf fan, although I used to watch it you know, religiously, used to play it religiously. When Tiger plays, it's about the only time I watch. But when Tiger is like near the lead, um, you know, in, in in any kind of tournament, it gives me great viewing on the weekend just to sit down maybe with a cocktail, lay on the couch, and that's just good, relaxing uh, listening and viewing right there. So everybody has a uh, – they got something to sit back and watch, which which is a wonderful thing. I hope everybody is dealing with with this heat out there because – I, I, at first, I thought it was because I was getting old, and you know I used to run around on the field with equipment, smashing people in the head out in that heat, and I would get it done. Now I walk 15 yards to the 7-Eleven, and I feel like I'm going to die from heat exhaustion. So I'm thinking, ah, man, I'm so old, man, I feel like it's hotter than ever, but it's the same heat. It's not. It's not. We're breaking records. I think they said... In the, it hasn't gone below 80 yet this month or something crazy like that. What? 80? And yesterday was 95 at 4 o'clock. It's 95 degrees. Stay inside, everybody. It's 95. Feels like 110. Man, uh, Monday night even uh, over there at uh, Raymond James Stadium, it's going to be sticky. Sometimes that... Sometimes it's better to be under the sun and have it hot than not under the sun and just have the humidity getting you. I'm going to be over there at Raymond James Stadium, uh, and uh, I just I, I just prepare yourself. Prepare yourself with a whole lot to drink because, you know, the waters and stuff go about $58 over there at Raymond James Stadium. So, But I'm looking forward to that game, that's for sure. Now, I heard something the other day, and that made me feel good, is, you know, with this whole Colin Kaepernick thing going on, um, with the NFL uh, and the Nike thing came out, there's actually teams that are suing Colin Kaepernick. There's guy teams that are looking at Colin Kaepernick. There's one team that I know everybody can probably guess. Same team that signed Josh Gordon uh, last week. Uh, the Pats don't care what you've done. The, ca- the Pats don't care if there's a video of you smashing puppies with a stick. Can you play football? Are you in jail? Yes, no? Okay, come on. Come in our locker room and our our locker room will police you, guaranteed. It's worked every single time with Belichick. So there's a couple teams looking at Kaepernick. The Pats being one, the Dolphins being another, and the Dolphins have a couple of players that are still kneeling, I think, more than the other teams, I believe. And the other team is, and if Colin Kaepernick called me, I would tell him not to, please don't do it for your own good, is uh, the Oakland Raiders uh, Colin Kaepernick and John Gruden simply, positively, uh, would not get along. They just would not, okay? Because John Gruden uh, doesn't like people talking about other people. And it just wouldn't work with John Gruden. And it doesn't seem to be working at all over there in Oakland with John Gruden. 
can't say I didn't tell you so, but I, but I told you so. For those of you who love live entertainment like I do, uh, you want to go out there and you want to watch a great football game, maybe USF, it could be a great concert, and obviously you want wonderful seats. If you want wonderful seats, you have to go and check out my people at Vivid Seats. They're an online event ticket marketplace, and they're dedicated to providing fans uh, with live entertainment, with experience that lasts a lifetime. So if you go see a live event, obviously you want it to be a great experience, and the caliber of your seats is going to be very, very important. So whether you want to go see the Bucks game on Monday, whether you want to go see a concert like Taylor Swift that just went by, USF football, first and foremost, you got to check out my people at Vivid Seats. What you do, put in your podcast code INFLUENCE when you go over there to the Vivid Seats app. Uh, you can go to either the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app, enter the promo code INFLUENCE and you receive 10% off your first purchase with Vivid Seats. This is something you have to take advantage of. 10% a lot, okay? If you're spending a couple hundred dollars on some seats, 10% goes a long way. So do yourself a favor. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download Vivid Seats app. Enter promo code INFLUENCE and receive 10% off your next or your next and first purchase with Vivid Seats. And all Vivid Seats confirm orders are backed by 100% guarantee. So take advantage of that, please. Uh, we're actually going to be losing uh, a staple in our community here. Uh, we lost Leroy Salmon a few years ago uh, where he you know, died suddenly. I mean, Leroy always seemed to be in wonderful shape. Died way, way too early. Good, great people. Uh, Julie Genshaft is going to be retiring in 2019. Uh, I've got a chance to meet her a couple of times. Seems like a sweet lady. And has done a lot of stuff for USF. Um, just for where USF has come from this little small peon school to, you know, it's always been a big school, but it's now it's considered a little bit more of a big school from what they've done really athletically. Um, and Julie, Julie Genshaft has done some wonderful things. So I want to applaud her, and uh, I guess she's going to stay on for another year, uh, kind of like Steve Eiserman, uh, under you know, a specific role, and then she's going to bow out uh, after 2019. So she, I'm sure she can lead the school in wonderful hands, and uh, she'll, she'll, go, she'll go on from there. For all you people that live over there in the um, uh, Johns Pass area, I have not been there in the last little while. Uh, Actually, I was there a couple weeks ago. You could smell Red Tide a little bit. I was at the Daiquiri Shack watching uh, Pitbull Toddler play at night. You can smell the tie, Red Tide a little bit, but the P- Pinellas County, John Pass area, 200 tons of dead fish. Now, 200 tons of dead fish. Uh, I don't, don't know what that would look like, but I sure enough know what that would smell like. That ain't that nice. None of it. So, you know, let's hope that passes over there in Pinellas because if the government or somebody doesn't figure out ways to conquer this red tide thing, I want to I want to hear the figure of the amount of money the state of Florida has lost from red tide because I know a, a lovely young lady who um, she rents out places in Sarasota on Siesta Key and she was saying 90% of her rentals said bye-bye. We, we don't want it. Sorry, we're not showing up. And think of the economy and how that's that's hurting that economy. So let's hope that all gets taken care of. But it just seems to be getting worse and worse every year. And uh, I I don't know. I don't see a solution. Obviously not. I'm not a scientist, so uh, I I can't help these guys out there. Now, one of the big stories that came out this week was that the Sesame Street writer 
came out and said, uh, I believe his name was Salzman, Mark Salzman, came out and said that Ernie and Bert are gay. So this is something that we've been joking about forever because Ernie didn't ever get no pussy. Bert didn't ever get no pussy. I never saw it anyways. They never talked about chicks. You know, I slept in the same room. They've lived together for a long time. But as I assess the whole situation, I'm not sure this is not a Fugazi statement because um, Bert has one eyebrow. Uh, homosexuals, they groom their eyebrows, okay? Bert has one big, thick eyebrow and a turtleneck. And Ernie has horizontal stripes on his shirt. These, these are not people that are maintaining themselves correctly. Ernie's a portly guy. I'm a portly guy. You ain't going to see me wearing no horizontal stripes. No way. I want Sesame Street to come out and let Ernie and Bert kiss. Does anybody else want that? I want that. If not just for me, I'm not sure for who. But there's going to be people pissed. People love to be pissed about stuff. And wait, people are going to be pissed that Ernie and Bert are gay. How is it going to change their lives? No, I'm not quite sure. But people are just, most people are just sitting here waiting in the bushes, waiting the wings to be pissed. And they're going to come out in droves. Watch. Just like Roseanne, Roseanne came out last week. And Roseanne is pissed. She's upset that they're going to kill her off in her, on her show from an opioid uh, overdose. Why would you be upset over that? I think that's great. And to get the knowledge of, of out there of the opioid problem we have in our country, why would she be upset about that? She thinks it's disrespectful. Your mouth is disrespectful, Roseanne, and stop opening it, period. There's some people that, that just need to stop opening their big fat yap because every time something comes out of it, it comes out, it comes out offensive, unfortunately. So I just don't know if anybody's even listening to, uh, to Roseanne anymore. It's just, it's, it's, I'm, I'm over it. I used to think her show was funny. I'm over it. She's to me like um, my guy from uh, 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 Seinfeld, Kramer. He ain't funny no more. He's just not funny. And I just, I just looks like the, he's going to open his mouth and the N-word's going to come blurting out very comfortably. That's all. So I'm not the Roseanne fan anymore. And uh, I, I, unfortunately, I can't watch uh, my boy Jerry Seinfeld anymore because Kramer's messing that whole, that whole damn thing up. Now, we've been watching uh, a lot of this stuff happening as far as politics go. There's so much dirt and corruption in our politics now that I don't even know. We should almost call it something different. And, you know, the whole Kavanaugh situation that's out there and the young lady that's accusing him. You know, I told, I, I wrote something for the Pewter Report and I said I'm, I sway back and forth on this whole Fitzpatrick and Jameis thing because I'm like, at one point I'm like, gotta go with Jameis, gotta go with Fitzpatrick, gotta go with Jameis, gotta go with Fitzpatrick. When this whole thing with Kavanaugh and this young lady accusing him, like, I want scumbags put away. I do. I want scumbags and rapists and people who look down and demean women. I want them put away. There's no doubt about it. But... Eesh, I tell you, when you talk about something that happened 36 years ago, when you're 17 years old, you can't tell, you're going to tell me that nobody can tell a story about you when you were 17 at a party that wouldn't, women wouldn't look down on you for? If not, then I don't know what parties you're going to because the part, the one part in it that was odd was the hand on the mouth thing. 
that's a violent act. Okay, put your hand in a woman's mouth is a violent act. I've never done that. I'm just gonna say I never have. The rest of it is a ra- you know a rabid seventeen year old horned up kid trying to get some tail, and it's really hard to decipher the difference now. It really is because if he's a pig, I want him to go down. But are we allowed to? Is there? There's no statute of limitations. You can go back 36 years ago. So say he did 36 years ago, strong arm this young lady a little bit, put his hands on her mouth, and overstepped his boundaries, and hasn't done it since. Say he he, he thought about it. And he was like, that really wasn't cool. That wasn't cool, and hasn't done it since. He, he shouldn't become a judge. And I'm hearing people say, well, a judge is a very prestigious. Uh, uh, position so you have to have a lily white type of uh, uh, history isn't a president prestigious too that shit ain't lily white hey nothing nothing lily white about that or anything to do with anything the president's done in the past nothing we should just let everybody do it considering who our president is and what he's got away with in his in his life we shouldn't be upset about anybody doing anything else look you know the president just tweeted out this morning, basically, um, if a young lady doesn't come out immediately about these alleged rapes, it shouldn't count. Well, this has nothing to do with maybe 17 or more women coming out against you, uh, Donald. I think maybe that's something to do with it. And nobody really wants you, Donald, to be making rules about women, okay? I know women don't. If, if you made all the rules... About women, pussies be getting grabbed all day long everywhere, okay? I might grab me one. I don't know. If it's the rule, I mean, if Donald's making the rule, he can grab them. He could tell you he's grabbing them and get away with it. So maybe Donald Trump will start making our rules. Uh, Women, you're in trouble. Actually, uh, black people, you're in trouble too. So I'm just saying. So let's hope that's that's not the situation. So I hope you guys are going to, Enjoy Monday night like I'm going to enjoy it because it might be short-lived. We don't know because, you know, we're, we're talking about Jameis and, and Fitz Magic. In three weeks, we should be – football's a funny sport. In three weeks from now, the Bucks might have lost three games in a row and we might be talking about, you know, Dirk Cutter being out of here. That's how funny football gets, okay? It's a funny thing. The Pittsburgh Steelers at the beginning of the year, people are talking Super Bowl. Now they're talking about Tomlin's head. So things happen real fast, real, real quick. And um, believe it or not, it's a Monday night game. Therefore, it's going to be a big game anyways. And if Ryan Fitzpatrick goes out and does two-thirds of what he's done in the first two weeks, they can't take him out of there. It'll be too much. He's, he might have done too much already for Jameis to step back in, but if Ryan Fitzpatrick comes out on Monday night and kicks ass, I think Jameis literally, and I made a prediction he's going to be a Buffalo Bill one of these days, uh, I'm not sure Jameis figures out a way to, to recover from that whole thing or if he even wants to because I know he's at home watching the game and probably by himself probably biting off every last bit of fingernails that he has, and I, I get it. I really do. Anyways, if anybody wants to ever get in contact with me, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. If you want to email me, uh, Mondays uh, in the Trenches come out, my football podcast. That will be coming out this Tuesday because the game is on Monday night. Wednesday, I have my cannabis podcast. And Friday, of course, is Flavoring Year. I appreciate you guys listening in. 
Uh, let's hope you have a wonderful weekend. Tonight, I'm going to be at Primetime uh, Sports Bar in Carrollwood for the Budweiser Bud Light Challenge, the, uh, the Friendship Challenge. And tomorrow, I'll be with the great Mike Calta and SBK uh, over there at the Backyard Company on Adamo from 1 to 3 for the Ian Beckles Show. Um, and we'll be cooking some food, and there'll be Bud Light out there, and uh, there'll be some green eggs and a bunch of different things. So you want to come check us out. That's the uh, Backyard Company on Adamo. Tomorrow, 1 to 3, and tonight from 6 to 8, I'll be at Primetime Sports Bar over there on Dale Mabry. I think it's in the Carrollwood area. So do me a favor and be safe this weekend. Enjoy that game Monday night. Peace out. To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter at Ian Beckles and check out DignitaryRadio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence. Flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's here. Bringing that flavor. This is a Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Hey, everybody, do me a favor. Welcome to Duffified Live. Three time naked and afraid survivalist Amber Hargrove. Has anybody ever hooked up on the show? I'm not going to ask you. You're a married woman. We already know that answer. But (laughs) have you ever heard of anybody hooking up on the show? Yes. So I talked to my producer one night in Africa and we were just, uh, we were about to start filming. And I asked her, I said, has anybody ever hooked up out here? And she goes, I have known of three accounts, but the first season originally for naked and afraid, they would actually leave condoms for people, whether or not they used them or not. She said that she goes, we just weren't sure where the show was going to go. So we originally had condoms out there. And I'm like, no way. I had no idea about that, but, I have talked to one female that has confirmed that she did hook up with her partner. And I'm like, wow. oh, my God. I don't know. There's a, there's yeah. a, you know, wow, you smell disgusting. But I think I, I might want to. I'm back. telling you, for me personally, there is no sexual connection. Like, I oh. just don't not want to. My body is like, oh, my God, I need to have sex. My body is like complete survival mode. And sure. I'm the big spoon with Ryan. So, I mean, like, and I even have long <laughs> in between us. Like literally straight palm proms in between our whole entire body. So we didn't have any direct touch, but you freeze at nighttime and you're like, you need the body heat. Yeah. There's a caloric uh, depletion that happens. Yes. I mean, you know, to, to have sex is, is there's a lot of, there's a lot of, 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 of heart rates. There's a lot of movement. There's, you know I mean? And you guys are trying to save. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I could. I'll tell you that. You think about conserving, conserving your energy. I highly doubt, like in my head, I'm thinking there is no way I would have sex out here, but that was always the number one question from fans. It's like, Hey, do people have sex out there? And I'm like, actually I didn't, but I can tell I confirmed with a producer and another female that, they have hooked up out there, which is super crazy and intense. I mean, if that's what they want to do and they're single, good for them. But I'm like, how? Wouldn't you want to save your energy? I mean, if uh, I was out there with my spouse, I would be like, dude, we need to save our energy. Like, that's the way yes, I'd be going with exactly. it. Exactly. Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and of course, RadioInfluence.com.